So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WPRK 91.5 FM. You can listen to us through many different ways on all the different platforms. Everywhere. You can just search WPRK. You can also find our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. I am your host for the day, John, DJ Crazy JC John, and we have Tom the Elderberry with us. Namaste, Cray, John. Namaste, Cray. How are cray, you? Cray, Cray, Cray. I need a little bit of oxygen. Oh, here we go. Clink. We forgot that. <clears throat> we forgot that last week, so let's do another one. Double clinks. A double oxygen shot. Take that, Starbucks. So refreshing. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It is It is Mother Elderberry's birthday today. It's Mother today. Elderberry's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy 80th to Mother happy Elderberry. Happy 80th, Mama. It was Barbara Streisand's birthday two days ago, I April twenty fourth. She turned eighty. I know. And all these people, I think eighty is like looking at these people. Eighty is like the new forty five. Seriously, because they look young. Your mother looks really young. Barbara looks young. Yeah. Either that or we're just getting older and they look young to us. <laughs> Ask some young person. They're like, oh, no, they look ancient. ancient. They're a dinosaur. Ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> so how are you doing good? You've had a good week? I am. I'm having a really good week. It's been beautiful. Yes. It's been such a great week. The students here have finals, so good luck to your finals. Good luck to test. everybody on your finals. Yes, yes. Good luck to all of your finals. Yes. And we, and we had to walk in a different way to get in here today. Because the new so dance hall is nice going up. So we took a nice scenic route. I'm so excited about that dance hall. It's beautiful already. And they already have a couple of the... I, I, I'm a sucker. The one thing I love about this campus is I, I love Spanish architecture. Arches. I love arches, having archways, the Spanish tiled roofs. This I is a love lovely it. campus. Absolutely adorable. I saw somewhere on um, HGTV. I love watching the HGTV. And I saw that they had um, uh, some lady that she really loved Mediterranean Spanish architecture. So they were giving her all kind of arches. But then the Spanish, you know, the Spanish tiles on the roof, they're really... Um, easy to break Very. they're really expensive mm -hmm. so there is now it's it's like a, it's like a tin yeah the metal it's a metal but it looks it's identical you can't tell the difference yep but it's a lot it's a lot more economical and i wonder if they put it up here whenever they rebuilt this we'll ask them i don't think so i don't think so either i think they went full-on spanish full-on yeah the clay tiles Yes. <laughs> yes. So, let's so, go on into the two things that we've taken from this past week. My first one is celebrate the ones you love. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. And the other one would be, if it's not your time to shine, praise the person whose time it is. Exactly. And some people, just to play off that, some people you know, need to learn that if it's not your time to shine, don't try to make it shine. You know, because it's just not your time. Let's let people, everybody has to have their yeah, time. Yeah, but if celebrate, if somebody else just won something or got a promotion or yes. whatever it is, yes. celebrate that for them. So, exactly. Because otherwise, karma's going to be like, mm, you're kind of shady. Nope, you're not getting anything now. Right, right. Those and are mine. you live an unhappy life just because you couldn't celebrate somebody else's winning. Celebrate the moments of your life. So <laughs> that sounds like a coffee commercial. It does. <laughs> so, I think that there was a coffee commercial. Fill it to the rim with brim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not the, not the bait that you put. Right. Yeah. What with are you brim. two things? Um, the first one is summer heat is back. Yes, ma'am. We are in the 90s. And on my, I'm I, only sixty. I'm not in my nineties. <laughs> no, the the uh, temperature has been in the. We got into the nineties. Yeah, we did. We crossed the threshold. And yeah, whenever you know, yeah, we're gonna have this week. We're gonna have a nice couple of cooler days. And by cooler, I mean eighty three, mid eighties, low eighties. That's all. Right. But yeah. And then we're gonna be hitting the rainy and humid and hot and, and the hemicanes. The swamp meeting where you look, people get out your cornstarch mm. because everywhere. Gets I'm blotting it. already. <laughs> I do. So I get up in the morning and I go out, and so this kind of goes with my second one uh, thing. I get up in the morning, I drink my coffee, I have a couple of cigarettes um, while looking at social media and emails and stuff. Then once I'm done with the two of them, I take my morning medicines and then I go on a walk and I go like, I go on, it comes that I always do the same walk in the morning and it, it's like three and a half miles. That's fantastic. So I get like 6,000, 7,000 steps in, but. Any high kicks? <laughs> None. <laughs> None with that. But I can always tell because in the morning sometimes I can do the walk and I'm not sweaty. Oh my gosh, the last couple of mornings, it's like I come back because then after my walk, I'm always like, okay, I'll be sweaty. So then I get in the shower after that. But oh my gosh, it's been so sweaty yesterday and today. That'll help with the losing the weight though too, hon. Yes, it will. The water will sweat it right out. Yeah. You help lose water weight. And I eat a lot of celery. So the other thing, so summer heat is back. I'm glad for it. I'm kind of glad for it, you know, because then it's pool and beach time. And I love waiting pool for and that. beach time. Yeah. Yes. And the second thing is, look, people, pick up after your dogs. <laughs> Again this week? That's two in a row, sis. Are you having a poo problem? <laughs> not me. I'm not having it. The dogs are. I have a specific spot on my walk that no matter what, there's poo. And I'm like, are we it's in the South Park? Yeah. But it's not on the grass. It's on the sidewalk. That's even worse. It's on the sidewalk. And I, first of all, well, at least what it's camouflage. They're all it's yeah, and it's not and it's not it's, it's spread out. There's like just everywhere it's spread out. So it's not like there's different. You have to walk. It's like, "Oh, okay." It's Oh, I, it's just been in abundance the last couple of days that I've been walking and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I got to say something to the listeners." 
pick up your poo. <laughs> when I moved to New York, mm-hmm. my apartment was half a block down from the Institute for the Blind. Oh, no. I didn't know that moving there. I could never walk on the north side of 23rd Street. Right. Ever. <laughs> because if they, they can't pick up after their dogs, exactly. they don't know where it is. It, it, it's literally Pooville. A mineville. Yeah, Pooville. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, it's, I, I got to thinking one time, maybe what I'm encountering isn't dog. Maybe it's, maybe it's raccoon or something that comes out. But no, it's not. It's, it's dog. probably it's, little dog. It, it is little dog. It's little dog poo. And I'm like, come on. This isn't South Park. <laughs> I want to give a huge shout out to Swim Out Orlando. Swim Out Orlando? Yes, it's an all-inclusive club that welcomes swimmers 18 and over regardless of sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, race, or ability. Oh, good. They had the International Gay and Lesbian Aquatic Games in Palm Springs, and Orlando won four medals. Yay! Congratulations! So you can find Swim Out on all the social media. They do practices at Way Park. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a pool there, and another training facility. There. There's another training facility in Claremont. And they went, and so would this happen? So they went to Palm Springs for like this mini Olympics type uh, of thing to gear up for the next Gay Games. Oh, it's the it's the, the preview yes. for the next Gay Games. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yes. So that's congratulations cool. to everybody in Swim Out Orlando. And that's also into our local section too, because it's, it's all right. Right? And that they're inclusive. Yeah, for everybody. I, I think that's just an amazing little thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's awesome. And on May the 14th, our lovely city of Apopka is going to be ho- hosting their first gay pride. Woo-woo! All right, Apopka. Who would have thought Apopka, you know, would you have their own pride? Well, Lakeland started doing theirs like three years ago, so all the... The smaller burbs are... They are. There's a lot of people I know that live in Apopka. Me too. Me too. So it's going to be sponsored by 26 Health, Come Out With Pride, the Contigo Fund, Decolonization Tetra, and One Orlando Alliance. And it's going to be held at Pride in Hope at 800 South Hawthorne Avenue in Apopka, and that's May the 14th starting at noon. Wait, where is that going to be at? Pride in Hope? Pride and Hope, it's actually a Spanish name that I cannot pronounce and I will not mangle it on the air, but it's Pride and Hope. It's a free event at Hope's 800 South Hawthorne Avenue event. That is actually where I had my last gig, my last audio gig was at Hope. That's why I was like, awesome. it was at Hope, so I know exactly where it is. And then we also have dining. It's a nice venue. The inside's a nice venue, but the outside, they have this huge field. They have a little playground for kids. Oh, then that's definitely on the agenda. I want to go see what it is. So they're going to, and then that's where they're going to have their pride. That's going to be great. And then we have dining out for life returning. I wonder when Winter Park's going to have a Winter Park pride. I think that rolls into, well, they actually give away free pride flags in Winter Park now. Yeah. But I think that rolls into Orlando. Yeah. I don't think that we could split off our pride into uh, Altamont Pride or Longwood Pride or Orla Vista Pride. Right, right. 
Apopka's far enough away. Sanford's far enough away too. Cause Sanford's doing a pride too. Sanford has a pride thing that, and they have, um, they have drag shows and bingo going on weekly all the time. At, you can look at Sanford Pride Bingo. And Thursday, April 28th, Dining Out for Life returns in Orlando. Yes. Which is a big deal. It funds a lot of our HIV AIDS organizations. Yep. Um, you can go to Big John's Rock and Barbecue in Kissimmee, Hamburger Mary's in Orlando, The Hammered Lamb, Matador Tacos and Tapas, mm. Mm. MX Taco, Pom Pom's Tea House. Yes. Q Rate on Woodward Avenue. Um, Savoy Ivanhoe Lounge, right. 1915, Taco Chino. They'll all be yes. donating 25% of their profit, 25% uh, from their alcohol and food sales to the HIV AIDS Dining Out for Life. Yes. And then they have, um, it also helps you support small business too. Exactly. we like to support local. We do. There's just all kinds of things going on. Concerts. Um, oh, my gosh. So if I would have known about this, I would have gone. But I, the cult was here at House of Blues. Yeah, Taylor went. It looked awesome. I know. They had the chain link fence back up. Yes, they did. Because yes. ministry, they had it for ministry, too. Yeah. When ministry was there. Yeah, the concerts that you mentioned. Little Nas X is coming, so everybody get ready. That's going to be 10-3 at the Hard Rock. Todrick has come and gone. Nobody I know heard him. I had I did not see anybody that went. I know somebody who had tickets and was trying to give them away, and I don't think they were even able to give we them away. We would love to hear from any listener that went and saw the show. Yes, yes. We would love to hear something if somebody went and saw the show. Also, for our lesbians and gays, Lizzo is coming back. Yeah. She will be September the 24th she's doing a Saturday night in Tampa it is and the opening act is going to be Lado which is another up-and-coming lesbian rapper from Atlanta oh good so it's going to be a killer tour tickets That's go awesome. on sale for that tomorrow and Lil Nas X go on sale Thursday Lil Nas X tickets go on sale Thursday and the last thing that's going to be spectacular here is um I'm sorry, my brain just died. The Creative City Project oh, yes. has teamed up with the Orlando Philharmonic to do the Four Seasons. Yes. And it's going to be at the Plaza on Bumby, and it's going to be a multi-sensory exhibit. The Plaza Live is a nice venue. Very nice venue. Um, tickets are at Plaza Live. There is an addition if you'd like little nibbly things, or there's general admission. Um, there's two shows on Friday, the 27th, and two shows at 8. The early one is from 6 to 7.30, and the later one is from 8 to 9.30. Mm. And that's both Friday and Saturday. On Friday, that's going to be so awesome. When you showed me the pictures, I was like, oh, that is so cool. What it just hit yesterday. In. I'm like, that's going to be so neat. They're going to have perfume in the air. Yeah. They're going to have visuals for you and the Philharmonic. Totally. To which is awesome. Yes. Awesome. Because that's their theater now since yeah. they bought it. And it's just a wonderful venue for shows or anything. Then there's just all kind of stuff coming up locally also at Savoy. They have the RuPaul's Drag Race View and Party, but they don't have that anymore now because the finale has happened. But they'll probably have the All-Stars. But they'll probably have the All-Stars one. Um, and then there's also um, at Savoy many things that happen over there. The ladies of Savoy at nighttime. There's also Taffy Does Bingo, I think. 
I think so. Is and then every other trivia? week is the gay comedy. Yes. With Greg Metz, who was here last week with us. Yes. And um, and then, of course, there's also Southern Nights District Dive, Southern Craft, where everything goes on, Twisted Tuesday on Tuesdays, college on Thursdays. Daddy Sunday. Flesh Friday. I, do, is that what it's called, the Sunday? Sunday afternoon, oh. 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the dive. Uh, in the in the outside area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just had a lot For of For cigar aficionados on. and that sort of Yeah. Fun. And another thing that just ties into local is Come Out with Pride is working to bring World Pride to Orlando. This is so fantastic. That is excellent news. So fantastic. Like that is news that is I couldn't That's believe it when huge. I saw it on TV. I'm like, oh, yes, I hope we get it. Like the guy from Fun Spa? I mean, that's huge. I can't hear that name without thinking of somebody else right now. Oh. <laughs> the, the guy, I always think of him whenever I just, right, that's true. I didn't think of that. But no, he does it differently. His is different. I know, but Mardi Gras over. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't like about Orlando, having lived in NOLA, is Mardi Gras ends at Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. We keep it going until June. Yeah. Uh, Universal keeps it going for a long time, the whole month. Yeah, they do. But they had some really good acts this year. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to them. So come out with pride. Um and they're, they're working with City of Orlando to develop a winning bid that will bring world pride to the City Beautiful in 2026. And the, the bid that they're putting in, it highlights Orlando's infrastructures like airports, highways, hotels, and amenities, amusement parks. The facilities. The facilities, Orlando's long history of holding large-scale LGBTQ events like Girls in Wonderland, One Magical Weekend, and Come Out with Pride. And it'll also be the 10-year anniversary of Pulse, which probably might weigh a little bit on the scale. Exactly. And I'm hoping it does for our favor. Yes. That will be a blast. Yes, because World Pride is it's just so basically it's pride and it's done through the whole world where there's many parades, festivities, cultural activities. It's usually held in Europe. This would be, I think, one of the first times it's here. Right. But I take that back. New York had World Pride two years ago. Didn't Australia just do it? Mm-hmm. Like, and Germany had one. Yeah, I think Australia did. Um, then New, no, New York. New York had World Pride because it was yes. tied in with the pier dance and the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Right, right. That's right. And speaking of Stonewall, I wish somebody would buy Stonewall and open it up because I miss that club bar. Yeah, I know. I miss it. I do. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the owners are having both health and issues with yeah yeah and we, wish, we wish steve and brent both the best yes we do we want them to get better um so talking about different stuff like we were talking about coming out with pride in new york at fire island which is in new york there is now a trailer for the hulu show fire island it is so hysterical. It's a rom-com. It's due out June 3rd on Hulu, and it's billed as a queer, inclusive take on Pride and Prejudice. Which is the Jane Austen novel. Yeah. Well, the Prejudice, I could tell from the trailer, is going to be anti-Asian. 
Um, it's anti anything that's not white. Yeah. And anything that's not um, circuit party. Think circuit yeah. party. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the trailer is out, and it's um, basically it's a modern interpretation of Pride and Prejudice that's set in the sand and surf of New Year's premier gay resort destination, which is Fire Island. Joel Kim Booster and Boel Yang start. Is but going when, to kill it. Yeah. Uh, they, they're Nate and Howie, two gay friends who embark on a group vacation to the Pines, a section of Fire Island, and flirtation and drama ensue after the pair and their pals catch the eye of two significantly wealthier men, Will and Charlie. Then. It's so funny how they adapted the book into this. Yes. Yeah. One of the. Um, one of the. Actors was talking to Huffington Post about it and said that that booster, one of the guys had been coming to Fire Island for years on one day. He was sitting on the beach watching all the cliques of peaceful socialize and interact. And he realized that the dynamics felt a lot like Pride and Prejudice. So yep. that's where um, he wrote the film script then for there. And he As did a, explain that Fire Island is oppressively white and inherently classist. It always has been. Yeah. But yeah. it's fun because there's Cherry Grove and there's the Pines and then there's the Meat Rack. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like that's going to be really, really good. I know. And it's on Hulu, which is surprising. Yes. Hulu's putting out, you know, that's the first. We always talk about, you know, the ones on Netflix. We and talk Amazon, about Amazon, and HBO. HBO, all the ones that, you know, Showtime even. We always talk about all the ones of that, but, but, Hulu. I know, who knew? Who knew Hulu? Hulu? Who huh. do the video that you do so well? That's the name of this episode. Hulu? Who knew Hulu? <laughs> 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 Done. Signed, still delivered. Well, let's jump into the big one. So, let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Because the finale has happened. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know. Willow Pill won. Um, My girl. I it, it, I thought of the both of them. I, 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 was, I was so taken back with Willow. I really was happy for her. Although I've been Team Lady Camden all along. But I think but in some won. ways, I, everybody's a winner. Yeah. But because of Willow's illness. Right. There's a predetermined time that she's not going to be able to do this right when she loses the the ability to use her hands and the yes. rest of her facial stuff yes from her stenosis yeah i think that's what it's called god bless her and oh my gosh she come out with the three faces and then the face that, that <laughs> which she lifted up and then there was a face there and do you know those faces were her face made mold yes that was fantastic yeah yeah. And then Utica Queen from sewed the whole pantsuit uh -huh. outfit. Yeah, I loved reading the details afterwards, but watching it yeah. was so spectacular. The, the pant, the suit outfit, the with the big hands. She walked out with the huge hands, go falling down and everything, and then turns around, and takes that off, and then she's just a huge pair of pants. They both had three reveals. Yes, they both had three reveals. But and let's even back it up. That theater. Oh, the theater, the Flamingo Theater. Like we both said, we want to go see a drag show there. Yeah. It's stunning. It's, yeah. The, the visuals, all those Everything screens. Everything we're able every to do. Oh, yes. 
I thought this was the best finale they've done in many years. And I don't know how they did it. She, I mean, obviously she was in platforms, but RuPaul. You mean Mount Rusuvius? <laughs> Mount Rusuvius. Good Lord, when Michelle stood next to her. Michelle looked like she was just so tiny. It she looked like, like a Lego. Yeah. Well, even the, even the other queens, you know, Diabetes, a tall queen. She was one of the taller ones this season. Standing there by Rue talking to her, it was like looking way up and looking way down. She was a truly a drag god. She was so yeah. gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. But she looked like an Amazon with her headband and everything. I yeah. love the whole look. The Glamazon. She, it's almost like she went back to a Glamazon look style, which is a good thing. I loved it. The intro where everybody got to come out and do yes. their little thing. Yeah. That was just absolutely captivating. Each one came out. The, and, oh, my gosh, Georges looked g- gorgeous, as usual. He did. I thought, um, I thought Maddie looked great. The Elvis yep. look. That was funny. That was all kind of funny because it was, you know, it was an homage to Vegas. So. And Elvis. And Elvis, yeah. Um, they, I thought they all looked great. Jasmine with the, all that hair. She, she looked good. She looked great. Carrie Colby, they all looked so good. <gasps> with her good. Thanos glove, that was yes, wicked. her Thanos glove when she turned around and I was like, this is just great. This- I thought Deja Sky looked great in her Vegas showgirl palm. Yes. With the boa coming down. With the boa, That yes. was fantastic. She, she, they all have up close. She was at, this past week, um, Austin International Drag Festival happened, and Deja was there, I see. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was so happy. I mean, the, 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 um, and, um, and, and can I just say, Angeria nailed the choreography. Oh, Angeria did great with the choreo. You wouldn't Where was know. her the rest of the show? Exactly. Honey? She couldn't quit. She Turn had, I mean, on her own words, she said, I have two left feet. Yeah. She practiced her face off. For she that. had to have. And it was, and it wasn't just simple, easy choreo. It was. It, that was complicated choreo. She yeah. had, what, six dancers with her? Yes. That was amazing. And then Bosco. she looked amazing. Bosco's demonic Egyptian. Yeah. Sis, that was wicked. Diabetti as her alien Bjork butterfly. Yes. Wicked. It looked great. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then Camden came out. And that was like Busby Berkeley crazy review. Yeah. Just crazy. Her reveal. She does. Camden is a good revealer. Yes. All from that falling down and then getting up. Yeah. That's when I knew she was going to be one of the the queens in the yeah. finale. Was yeah. that moment right there? Yeah. When she, she had even said in the um, the what you packing afterwards. She said that she was really scared going back and forth that she wasn't going to do the drop and fall and then come up as Freddie Mercury. She was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Then at the last second, she was like, I'm going to do it. Go for it. It was fantastic. It, it, I it thought it was one of the highlights of the season. And they highlighted hot chocolate. Yes. She used to perform in Orlando yes. in 79, 80, and then he went to Orlando, uh, Atlanta, uh-huh. and he was the showgirl for Atlanta forever. And so then for Vegas. That they even brought up that history that I of thought that our was gay awesome. history was absolutely bravo, and Rue. Good for Rue. It shows Rue, you know, not it's not all RuPaul, you know, that no, she actually... No, we have a history. Yes. Drag has a history. Yes. 
You just have to look for it. Hot chocolate. Yep. She was one of the originals. If you don't know her, look it up. If you didn't watch Drag Race, then look her up. She's the Tina Turner performer. Yeah. But before that, she was Diana Ross. Yes. I mean, that's when I knew her when she was with Miss P. And but that was in years ago. <laughs> right. I like the Mini slot machine time. when it pulled up the two names who won. Yes. I thought that was a fantastic way to do and it. And I thought that was a great way to do it because you didn't. She didn't have to tell the other girls, oh, y'all aren't winning. Nope. She just, okay, these are the two I've picked. And she didn't have Which, to say anything. Were you surprised? No. I wasn't either. I wasn't surprised either. It could have been any of them, but I knew Willow was going to be in there. I, I, I was hoping it would be Camden. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I thought it might be Bosco because... See, I thought it might have been Diabetti. Oh, yeah, she had a good chance. They all had good chances. Because when the tic-tac-talk <laughs> happened, and she's like, oh, I'm so, so I'm so happy I'm here. And Rue's like, oh, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I think that in a weird way, she did impress Rue. Yeah, yeah. You know, coming from being eliminated very first, and then she's one of the and final stay, five. And staying in the final five, yep. And cornbread winning Miss Congeniality. God bless her. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And I, the thing I loved even more was when Willow said, I'd like to thank my parents. I'd like to thank the fans. And I'd like to thank Cornbread's ankle. Because, <laughs> because they all knew and said if Cornbread was there, she would have won. Right. That she probably would have won the whole season. Now, in one of the exit interviews, there was a clickbait about Cornbread's going to quit drag. And Corbett addressed it. She's like, you know, I used to do musical theater. Right. I want to go back into that as who I am. But uh, but Cornbread is 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 transitioning too. Right. But that's means that's what I meant as who she is. Oh, she okay. used to do it as her dead name. Right. But now she wants to be Cornbread the snack. Jeté. I thought it was fantastic that they had <laughs> fa- parents and friends and loved ones there to talk right that talk back was great right and jiria's parents saying that she was the king queen of kindergarten her, and rupaul was like the what the king queen <laughs> the king queen of kindergarten her dad so they they talk, she talked about that on her exit interview and what you're packing her mom at first would didn't come around to her being gay right her dad from the get-go was like okay no problem they That's would, they would sit were. down and they'd watch Drag Race together. They would, her, her mother had to come around. It took time and she had to come around to it. But her dad was the one who was the most supportive, which is kind of different, you know. And we Do your best. Yeah. That's my own opinion. I'm sure other people have different opinions. Yeah, it, it depends on the, yeah, the family dynamics. But I was like, oh my gosh, her, her dad... But her parents, of all the parents, I've loved hers the most. Um, Bosco's mom, she talks about her mom. Her mom's like a hippie partying girl. Um, I, I like it when they bring up the family. I like Camden's mom, that she flew all the way from London and her drag mom. Yes. I thought that was very touching. Having Camden's mom and drag mom there was really neat. Yeah. I just loved it. And now. But that finale, they're going, gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, which is I a know. great remix by Cher. I know. And they both did three reveals. Yes. 
I couldn't keep up with who was stripping off what. I, I had to back it up like three times to watch the whole thing and get it. And it had to be a hard decision to pick because they both did so they well. They crushed it. Camden didn't rely on tricks. Nope. The only trick she did was at the end when she went to the split, but that was the same time that Willow did a somersault on her and then ended up on her knees. I like that the last two lip syncs, mm-hmm. they've done it with each other instead yes. of against each other. Yeah, they weren't trying to stand in front of each other. When it was Willow, were... who was it, Willow and Angeria? And they were yes. back to back and they were just, it felt like sisters singing. Yes. This felt the same way. Yes. Felt like two people performing the same song. Yeah, but together, not against yeah, each other. Exactly. Which was the whole finale. Just it, it was warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of my favorite finales. It was probably my favorite finale since Bianca. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was a good one. That was actually a really good season. Season six is epic. Uh, but this I one just, will go down as being pretty good. Oh, uh, this season will go down for being the good. Just It will go down for being the longest season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took a long time to get some of them people gone out of there. And but it worked as, out. Yeah. As now, as this season comes to an end, season 14, All-Star 7 is gearing up. Mm. And it's going to be a winner's season. Which will be fun. All winners. Speaking of Bianca Del Rio, she's not in it. She said she was asked in a in an article. She said she was asked, but she said she said it no. Didn't, the scheduling didn't work out. Scheduling just didn't work out. She she was shady without being shady. She's technically obligated to thank RuPaul for getting her career going, but for, that's all she wants to do for now because she's acting and she's got. Her mm-hmm. world tour. She's on her, what, fifth world tour? Yep, on, on, and sanitized as this tour. And it was just here, and now it's going over to London, and then yep. it's going to Australia and New yep. Zealand. Worldwide. And she's doing that. She, she doesn't feel the need to go back. She doesn't have anything to prove. She's a comedian. Exactly. It's, her purpose was different. Her she's she's a different she's in a different section of drag than needing to be a Rue girl. Yes. There are some people that, and it's totally okay, but they're in the Rue world, and that's their world, is the Rue world. Um, but Bianca Del Rio, it's not that way. Jinx Monsoon is coming back because she's very successful with her own plays and everything, too. Yeah, because Violet Hotchkey, she was thinking about doing it. Her new song is yeah. great. She did remix of yes. Faye de Grey, yes. the Visage song, and she sings both parts in and yes. out of drag. In and out, of, yep. Stunning. Yes, it is. She's she doesn't she never ceases to amaze me. But yeah, violence not on it. Um, um, Bob the drag queen wasn't didn't get asked. He didn't even get asked. He's bitter about that. But Monet's on it. Um, Trinity the Tuck, uh, Raja. I'm trying to think oh, of everybody. Wow. Raja from way back, season three. Yeah. Um, they don't have, and I'm I'm not surprised, but they don't have Bibi coming back, baby, baby Zahara. Is anybody from RuPaul versus the World going to be on it? Any of those people? Not RuPaul versus the World. Not and all of the other RuPaul UK, the Vivian from UK. She was the first winner. She's gonna be on it, but no one from España. No one from Down Under. It'll still be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no one from RuPaul versus the world. 
but uh, yeah, it'll still be good. Um, the winners that they have, you coming back. I think it'll be good because they're winners. That way, they they're gonna have to push themselves a little further. Yeah, and having the playing field, they're not. But they got a, a cash grab this time because the, yeah. the the prize the prize went up. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's inflation, girl. And exactly inflation. Have you been to the store? They all need a cost of, a cost of living increase. Do you know how much ostrich feathers are now? I hope that RuPaul does keep it where the second place winner gets because these girls put so much into that. So I really hope that, you know, that they keep it with the second place getting $50,000. That's that I thought was like. Because you're devoting a whole year of your life. Yeah. Easy to it. And a whole year and a whole year of making coins to have to pay. You know, a lot of people, they'll go in debt. Yeah. They go in debt going on and they don't even make it to the final four or five. Wow. But yeah, All-Star 7, I think that's going to be really good. It's it's a Paramount Plus or WoW Plus. You can, on either one of them, is where you can find it at. Yay. Wow. We're like, what, 36 minutes in already? Getting off of that and onto other ones. So another thing that's happening in Florida, there have been an activist who has filed complaints in Florida over the Bible being too woke. (laughs) <laughs> well, talk about it. I think it's funny. It kind of goes in that same direction of, hey, if we are not allowed to talk about sexual orientation in classrooms, then you can't talk about heterosexual or- orientation in classroom either. So you can't talk about mom and dad. Well, t- on a technicality, anything that's inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive. Right. Well, there's a lot in the Bible that's racist, sexist, and oppressive. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's Chaz Stevens. He's using Florida's GOP Stop the Woke Act um, to prove that the Bible's inclusion in topics like racism and LGBTQ issues makes it inappropriate for classrooms. I think it's a brilliant strategy move. Well, it should be. I mean, there's a whole, you know... If they're going to ban books, everything should be in play. Exactly. Nothing gets to be sacrosanct. Exactly. Because um, last week, DeSantis, our governor, he Rhonda? did. Rhonda? Yeah, Rhonda. She signed the Stop Woke Act, which uh, prohibits the teaching of mentally or unconsciously. So there have been uh, 200 books that have been banned in Florida. That says the Miami Times reported that. But critics of the bill, they said that um, aspects of it's, it's preventing aspects of history that are important from being included in Florida's curriculum. And similar to concerns over the don't say gay bill. I mean, because it's kind of just like that. So, so this... <laughs> So this guy, he's Chas Stevens, he's like, hmm. He's like, okay, they didn't think of the Bible, but now we're going to have to let you know that if you're going to ban the library, the whole library is in, um, is in play. Absolutely. Right. So they talk about what about the Bible's position on slavery? If you don't want to talk about critical race theory, you can't bring have the Bible because the Bible has very clear positions on their, on on slavery. Egyptians and Jews. Exactly. I'm concerned our young white students will read such passages and wake up to civilization sorted past is what he wrote in his so complaint. Funny. 
He's like, I wish to I wish to file such an objection, requesting the Miami-Dade County Public School System immediately remove the Bible from the classroom, library, and any instructional material. He wrote in the complaint. And as is often the case with banned books, I ask your agency to lay flame to that giant stack of fiction in a pyre worthy of a Viking send-off. <laughs> So fabulous, and he did the eight districts that are the biggest ones in Florida. Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah. So it's going to have to be talked about. Have to. That is just one of those things. Like, that's one of those things. Like, like with the stop gay bill, you know. But Rhonda is just doing all this to keep her name in the news. Uh huh. I'm so over Rhonda. And then there's other other places like Texas is trying to get their their version of it. Yep. Um. The whole abortion thing with us, the Rhonda just signed the, that whole abortion bill. Rhonda's a mess, and that was taken off. Now that was Mississippi that started that. That was though. Mississippi. So they started that with you know that, but still, yeah, this whole don't say gay bill, and now the Stop Woke Act, the abortion bill. He's turning the hands back on Florida. Oh, let's yes, not overlook Disney. that. Yes. Because he's putting that in the laps of Orlando and Osceola County. Uh-huh. Orlando and Osceola County residents are going to have to be footing the bill now. And he's doing that, but he didn't seem to think, what about like places like the, um, the villages? Yeah, he only did it the ones before 1968. He excluded all the ones that had been added. Because, because... Um, that would take away all his red support. Because the villages was actually began in 1969, but they didn't start construction and all that until, until years later. Right, because it was originally like a big mobile home park, and then it grew and grew right. and grew and grew, and now it's its own city. Yeah. That's a special district. But they get taxed breaks every and, and there's memes now that talk about they go after the democrats or liberals as they say um that has it, it what is it? it says um democrats crying don't tax the rich don't tax the rich but then they have it all an upset when desantis is starting to and it's like wait a minute no this disney is not having to pay these taxes they're not looking at them to pay the taxes that's coming on orange in osceola county residents but disney kicks Property in tax. an extra $163 million every year to keep their stuff going. Right. That money, they don't have to kick in anymore. Exactly. Where is that going to come from? I, the, my biggest issue with the whole thing, is it not a violation of the Constitution that, that the government is going after Disney because Disney opposed the Don't Say Gay bill and starts withdrawing their contri contributions to a lot of Republican. It feels like petty retribution, but legally, the legislature never put it to a popular vote. Right. So the legislature could re repeal it. Yeah. If it had ever been voted on at any time by the public, the public would have had a right to an input. Right. I've read the legal theories about how they can try to get out of it. It's very hard because these were done in the 60s. Right, right. I mean, here we are That's 55 crazy. years later, and they're just, it's just punitive, and it seems yeah. very petty.
heady. Very Beyonce gay bill. I don't see anything since Rhonda has been in that has been trying to bring people together. I one thing he did, he helped us with he helped medical marijuana patients when he first got in office. He helped us with exactly it's about the money. Yeah. But he helped us with being able to get actual bud of 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 marijuana as opposed to cannabis as opposed to all the carts that we had in the be- beginning when they didn't allow us to have bud. Well, coming out in the wash with the Joel Greenberg thing yeah. was all that dark money that got funneled to Matt Gates, who just last week voted to keep things going right for the course. marijuana industry. Right. So that's just all the Citizens United dark money, which is... It's all a whole bunch uh, of money. Yeah, it's all about the money. Yeah, all about the money. Well, Ted Cruz, he has a little input to put in about the Don't Say Gay Bill and Disney. Don't Say. They're all after Disney. Why they keep using woke as a bad thing. But um, Ted Cruz says Mickey and Pluto will be going at it (laughs) soon. Seth Meyers called him a perv. He is. So he has this podcast called Verdict with Ted Cruz. And he said the char- he said Disney characters Disney will probably show characters like Mickey Mouse and his dog Pluto going at it. I think there are people who are misguided trying to drive, you know, Disney stepping in saying, you know, in every episode now they're going to have, you know, Mickey and Pluto going at it. Come on. And he goes on to admit that he's fully aware that Cinemax, Cinemax has late-night X-rated programming, saying people could just turn to that channel if they want to see that type of pornographic material. Disney's <laughs> never put out anything pornographic. Never. And never. as the word family has grown to include other forms of family, mm-hmm. Disney has grown with it. He That's even, called progress. He puts out a tweet, hysterical, leftist thinks parents want woke corporations indoctrinating our kids. And then he says, it ain't complicated. Don't talk about sex, gay or straight, with little kids. Okay, my question is, who's talking about that to kids? Exactly. Y'all are making something up. Nobody's talking about it to the kids. Well, Seth Meyers last night said, which Cinemax package do you have? Remember, anytime you come up with some kinky idea involving two cartoon characters, pornography has already beaten you to it. Uh Uh-huh. The point is, Ted Cruz jumping to the conclusion that that something pretty pervy ideas about the Magic Kingdom. I'd hate to hear what he thinks it's called Splash Mountain. (laughs) Oh, he just, that guy just, uh... Oh, yeah, he tore him up. It was hysterical. But at the same point, why are we even having this conversation? And not only that, he's if you think about it, Mickey Mouse is a mouse. Pluto is a dog. So he's talking about animals. <laughs> he's not talking about people. He's talking about animals. Go back to the Murphy Brown and the Dan Quayle exactly, issue. Exactly, yes. For people that are old enough to remember that. Exactly. There has that to be a line between fiction and reality. And reality. And this blurring of it and the blurring of the issues and the blurring of all of it is where we're having problems. Yep. We're not having a true conversation about any of it. Well, in, in Texas now, the um, politician, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is pushing for similar don't say gay bill legislation in Texas. But Texas also said, Disney, if you're over it, you can come here. <laughs> they did? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Disney's not going to be moving. They have too much land and too much Thank here. You. Everybody that's trying to talk about that, they're not going to be moving anywhere. Disney owns so much stuff. They have stuff yeah. planned for the next 30 years. Yeah. They but, are thinking so far ahead. Past Ron DeSantis. You Rhonda. Know. Rhonda, yeah. Rhonda, Rhonda. Yeah. Um, wow. Just wow. That is kind of just weird. But it also... Consider the source as Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> so there. So this um, family event that happened, and it was it was um, it was documented on Reddit from a mother-in-law. She told off a hearing impaired little girl for using sign language during dinner, and it was um, basically. It took a one very patient man 14 years to finally snap at his bullying sister after she made almost his his almost girlfriend cry at a restaurant. So basically, now the deaf said they were signing signing it. Yes, oh. and the man was applauded for leaving his family with the dinner bill after his sister's gay joke. She, Good she was, for him. She was joking about. Just made, you know, just one of those stupid. Derogatory. He's a 30-year-old man. He explained that his 34-year-old sister, by the name of Chloe, air quotes, had been bullying him about his supposed sexuality since they were teenagers, calling him gay, demanding that he come out. But he's straight, and he has been with his girlfriend, Linda, for four years. So this weekend, he said he invited his family and his girlfriend out for dinner, which he was comfortable to cover. So he invited them out. He was going to cover it. But during the dinner, his sister kept calling him gay. And she, she's been persuaded that I'm gay since 16 and would always say something about it. This time she was saying how he was using his girlfriend as a cover, a beard. And he, she, he doesn't need to be hiding as they are all his family. So because of him doing that, She's got he got up and he left. <laughs> Did he bring the girlfriend with him? Yes. Good. Yes. Y'all eat that dinner and enjoy it. So now he, so he, he and his girlfriend paid for their own meals and got up and left <laughs> and left them with that. Congrats. I say all right for you, Reddit concert gay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I would have popped off. Yeah. Th it would have been a go-to in the middle of the restaurant. Well, if it's something that his sister had constantly been going at, I would, I would, I don't think I would have already had not invited her. Yeah, what's her deal? If she's going exactly, that is crazy. Maybe she just wants him to be gay. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, she probably just that's probably it, or maybe she's gay herself and she can't. There it is. Yeah. Accuse somebody else of what you're doing. Uh-huh. And it's easier when it's family. <laughs> Is it, though? Yeah, not really. Well, we're going to go ahead and cut a little short today. Because after just the whole Ted Cruz, I don't know how much lower we can go this week. <laughs> we can always go back up. That's true. And, uh, so this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the home on happy hour. Remember to always fight the good fights. Always swing first, let justice roll. Life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. Elderberry. I love you. I love you. And we will see you next Tuesday. 
So Disney is keeping the kiss and Buzz Lightyear. They're not gonna let you stomp on them. Gay. Stay woke. Stay gay. Stay woke and gay. Stay awake, you gays. Oh, Rhonda. I see you and Pluto. And Rhonda. And Rhonda. 